seeking collaborations with influential people, at GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farag and welcome to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you would like to support me to continue making these podcasts, you can go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash get to know you WTF. You can click on this link in the show description. In my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, I wanted to hear from you listeners on last week's question and discussion. Last week, Kimberly Lynn and I discussed the question, is it important to have a vision for your life? We received a number of responses that further deepen dialogue. Joining us today on the Get to Know You Cafe is Javon Jones from past episodes. Welcome back, Javon. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back on. So earlier you were given the topic from last week's podcast to reflect, and you've also listened to the episode. Prior to listening to the different responses, what are your thoughts on the discussion? Um, see, okay, so visualization is a big part of what I believe. I, I, I've Obviously, I believe that, yeah, that my answer is yes to the question. <laughs> I think, but I, I, what I had got is like, I love how, um, what's her name? Dr. Kimberly. Dr. Kimberly, because it was on my tongue. I just couldn't get it out. So yeah, Dr. Kimberly, what she went into, she went into great detail on visualization and it was pretty good. Like I, I, I'm very big on this topic because you had to see it to be it. Oftentimes we think that what we are now it's just something that randomly happened. And no, you, you, either your conscious mind or your subconscious mind imprinted this image. And you are in your situation and all the things that you have around you are a byproduct of that. So to think that you're, you're, you're already doing it, whether you believe it or not, it's not a matter if it exists. It's a matter of are you in control of the visuals that you put producing out to yourself or to your life or what you want, more so of it being already reflection into your mind. Nice, yeah, no, I, I uh, yeah, absolutely. I think I see, I see um, exactly what you mean. Like you know, it was you know where we are, where you are now. You created mentally either subconsciously consciously unknowingly knowingly as to what you're doing with yourself like you, people don't realize that where you are today is your thoughts your your habits your choices that got you to where you are so in saying that you can have another picture in your mind new thoughts new choices new decisions to reach a place that maybe aligns closer to the path or the or the the lifestyle that you want to create i i'm in total agreement and that's why it's important for us to do the visual work um i love the example when she's 
the, the, the light bulb and how you imagine it. And it's funny because as she was talking, I was already imagining all the colors in my head. <laughs> but um, that is stuff that we all have the power to do. It's just some of us are blocked and we all deal with certain blocks, visual blocks and mental blocks. And it's dealt with that because we either suppress it or we went through a, uh, uh, um, we went through a tra- somebody went through a traumatic situation where they repressed their ability to visualize. Um, and for me, the way I see it is that that is a block that you have where you're, um, from your third eye chakra or your, um, your crown chakra is somehow unbalanced or blocked was causing you to not be able to have a clear visual picture. And that those are the things that you have to kind of look into because that is not normal. We all are, have the ability to visualize. It's just, it's like walking. That's skill. If a person is not walking right, it's because they have a problem. If you're not visualizing, there's a problem. And everything, especially when it comes to the mind and the in the mind's eye, can be can be resolved through work. But it's all about your belief level and what it is. Because oftentimes, we, we for people, I don't care if you're trying to achieve a level of success, you have to visualize it to get it. As I'm an author, my book is called Level Up, How to Start Living Your Best Life Now. When I went through a block with my book, right, I, I went through writer's block. I just hit a page and I just couldn't write nothing more. And so what happened next? What ended up happening is I told my mentor, my coach, Shaluta Takia Diamond, and she gave me the tip. She said, visualize you opening your book from the, the box that, have, that was, has your books. Visualize you opening the box, you holding your books in your hand. I did that and that freed my block because now I got motivated. It's like, oh my gosh, it felt real. It felt like a realistic experience of me holding my book. And when it actually happened, it, it, it happened the same way. Visualization, once you put it into practice, if you want to get a promotion at your job, visualize yourself being that person. Act as if you are that person. But see it in your eye, see it in your mind's eye. Do the visual work and then allow it to energize you and to motivate you into doing what you got to do, finding out the information, doing what it takes. But you have to allow it. Visualization is a big part of manifestation. And if you're not willing to do the visual work, then you won't know what it look. You don't know when it comes, what it will look like. Mm, that's a good point. You don't know when it comes, what it will look like. That is yeah. a re- really, 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 uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. A great point there. So, Javon, we got some responses from different parts of the world where people shared some perspectives and they asked some questions and we'll just answer them as the best of our ability and see and see, uh, see what advice or what we think of these different questions or perspectives that they, that they raise. We have a question from Dublin, Nigeria and Cairo. So the first response is from Mary from Dublin. She said, how does letting go allow for a clearer p- vision? What are your thoughts on this question? How does Lenny? I love that We spoke about it. Yeah, we spoke about it, me and Kimberly, a little bit. Yeah. But it's a difficult question, I think. 
All right, so we when you hold on to situations, see, okay, so here's how we here's how the mind works. The mind can see your past and it can see your future simultaneously. When you hold on to your past, you don't have a clear view of your future because you're holding on to something that already happened. You can't change what happened. You can only change how you look at what happened. So when you let go of the pain, let go of the hurt and realize that everything has a good and a bad to it. Sometimes when you're dealing with a traumatic situation ever part of your life, look at the good that came out of it. Try to look at the good that came from it. Once you learn to accept that and view that, that allows you to have a clear picture of what your future may be or visualize what you want. Because oftentimes what blocks visualization, what blocks that is the fact that you are holding on to some pain that's unrelated to what you're trying to visualize, but you don't, but because you've been through pain before, you don't want to ever be let down again. Because a lot of people can't visualize because they're afraid of what if it don't work? What if if I put my hopes up into this and it doesn't work? That's their thinking. So And also too, like I think people are afraid to visualize because like, what if I've envisioned this thing and then in the end I don't want it? That's probably a, a part of it. Yeah. And the question is, at the end of the day, our mind visualize stuff all the time. That's why people have anxieties and stuff, because you, you, your mind going to visualize a whole bunch of stuff. Some people visualize the worst. I know what I'm driving sometimes. I can just visualize a car just swerving in and hitting me. But that doesn't mean it's going to come true, because you, it's what you put energy to, what you allow to control you and control, because... Because you have the control thought of your mind. We all can slow that down. So the answer to your question is the best way to, to, to um, the part, reason why you want to let go is because you don't want to be dictated or have anything dictated to you about what, what's going to happen or what your mind is going to tell you or anything. You don't want that to be dictated. You want to dictate that. And you want to, for the t- ability to move on in life, you want to let go. And then if you want to visualize and envision yourself being something that you haven't seen yourself becoming in the future, you can't be holding on to things that already happened, that's already taking place. Once the ink is dry, the ink is dry. That's a, that's a great point there. When the ink is dry, the ink is dry. I like how you, I like how you put it. I like how you put it. Well, yeah, I know. Like, you know, that's that's absolutely true. And uh, you know, there's a big struggle for a lot of people to forget the past. And and you know, I think people spend more time in what happened and not, oh, what do I want to happen? Or where do, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? And you know, you don't, or you don't even stay in the present. You're stuck. You a lot of people are are stuck going over things and repeating them over and over and over again because of um, you know un, maybe unresolved things or trauma or so on. So absolutely, I do. I do think that uh, it it allows you to have a clearer vision. Because you're able to not just push past, I think, the blockages that you were talking about earlier and the obstacles that that are happened there, but also the 
amount of time you you uh, you focus, the amount of time you share uh, that space or allow that space to be taken over by. Uh, I agree, and I hope you answered that question for that for that listener because um, it's oftentimes we we be afraid to let go because we feel like letting go. Sometimes we afraid people are afraid to let go. Oftentimes because it's either good, even good memories comes from letting go. Sometimes and people yeah. feel like if you let go, then you're forgetting. No, every moment that you live will always be with you. But it's letting go is not is allowing it to form the way it's going to form. See, you cannot manipulate energy. Mm. You only can flow with it. And you create space for it as well. So, like, I think Absolutely. the letting go is the creating it's, space. It's space for, for more, some for something potential, better. Something better, exactly. Something better or creating space to, to see clearly. Like, it's just like. Yes. If you don't have these other things that, that I think cloud your mind, you kind of remove them, not erase them. They're not going to go, but partly you erase them or submerge them or they become like, you know, they don't hold space. They become lighter and like invisible. It's like they've got an invisible cloak on. And so that you can create space and put some other things um, into that, into your mind to, to envision a better, a better a lifestyle or a better life path or whatever it is you want may want our and, second and, yeah sure no, oh on. sorry i know you're going there and i just it just came to my mind um there's this song called i can see clearly now yes it's written <laughs> by johnny nash that song uh r.i.p johnny nash he transitioned back in um in a in all uh, in october 2020 but that was probably that's one of my favorite all-time songs and it's because it's he's talking about seeing clearly now the rain is gone now the pain is gone bad feelings has disappeared like it's just that that clarity that you get when you let go of or get past those storms that happens in our life yeah i like that you brought that song up i really love that song our second response is from carly from nigeria she said for many the problem is not knowing what you want how do you narrow this down I think that's a big issue for a lot of people. People don't know what they want. People don't know what step to take. People don't know, or they get set on something and get hyped about it for a little bit of time. Like, ah, oh, no, actually, I don't want it. Because people are too busy. Of, I'm going to tell you why. The reason why people don't know what they want, because they try to live, they try to get to the end without the journey. It's okay Follow the first thing that comes to mind. If you try mm. it, good. If it gets to a point where, you know what, that's not what I want to do, that's okay. You didn't waste time. You gather information. And then now you start to, you go back to doing something that feels good to you. And you make these decisions. People think that you have to see everything through. And you don't have to. Some things is going to end where it ends. It may not end in the end that you may visualize because the part of doing what feels natural to you gives you information. I am, my age, I am 32 right now. I'm going to be 33 in May. If I tell you amount of things I did in my 20s, whether it's because I wanted to make some more money, whether it's something I love to do, 
it gave me so much information and make me well-rounded that I can write a book and I can speak on different experiences because I, I decided to delve in and just do it. Especially if you're a young person, you have the energy to do a lot. Don't get caught up on, okay, what if I don't like this tomorrow? What if it don't work out? You will never know where the journey will take you until you just take the step. A journey to a thousand miles starts with one step and you have to take that step and see where it takes you. And if it don't breathe results, as long as you're breathing, you have a chance to start over or start again or start anew. But you will, you will lose those chances if you always hesitating and trying to do the right thing. No, the part of living is to get it wrong sometimes. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Like I think I see uh, what you're saying there. I think people like, oh, I have to know it clearly now. And so if I don't have it clearly set in my head, there's no, I shouldn't be taking any steps. No, right. that's, that's probably the, the problem that they have. Yeah, and I get that. The thing is, things come clear as you do the work. Think about it. When you started this podcast, I don't know how far you visualize how far it's going to go. Uh, no but, way. <laughs> but I can tell you now, <laughs> get to episode 100 is much closer than, is much clearer than it seemed when you started episode one. Yeah, sure. And that's that's sure the thing. Now. Whenever you hit up, you always see a goal clear as you get closer to it. Mm. Sometimes you start and you don't know how how you gonna get there. No. Listen, I when I when I um publish my book, I publish my book. I don't have the biggest following. I don't have the biggest connection. I didn't know how I'm going to sell all these books. But guess what? I'm close to five hundred books sold, and and a thousand looks more clearer than it did mm-hmm. when I had my first book. Mm-hmm. You, you stop, it's, stop worrying about perfection. Worry about doing things for a purpose. Purpose over perfection will win every time. If you try to be perfect, you're gonna not, it's not going to happen. You're going to fail every time. But if you try to do things with a purpose, then at least as long as you keep the purpose in mind, you're going to continue to live and pursue even if failure is going to happen because sometimes you're going to fail. Sometimes you're going to fall. Sometimes things are going to go right. But when you have a purpose to what you do for why you're doing what you're doing, you're going to keep going despite the, the drawbacks and the negative things that comes your way. Absolutely. 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 So, yeah, for Carly there, you know, the the – what you're saying is absolutely right, and and it obviously makes a lot of sense to me as how I've been moving. I didn't know where I'd be. I didn't know, you know, episode 100 did seem so far away, and I'm not, you know, so far at like a few weeks and I hit episode 100, and you know, just how things are growing. Like my expectations were over here, and they've you know exceeded my expectations. But the whole matter of this, and and I think the key here is. I enjoy it. I enjoy the hell out of it. Like, and it makes me feel good and it makes me, and it's something that I want to do. And, you know, I'm just going with it and slowly, slowly things grow. But as long as like, that's something, I think the not knowing what you want to do and narrowing down, you have an idea of what makes you feel good. You have an idea, follow that idea. 
follow that small that small kind of uh, little spark that you have. See what follow the spark because it will ignite if you follow it. See, that's I can't say no better than that. Follow the spark. That's all it is. Because that's your will that's inside of you that's telling you this is the thing that it's going to make you feel excited. You feel more joy now that you're doing this than you ever did in your life because you're doing something that you're passionate about. You love this. You do this with a joy. That's why you get into episode 100. You're not thinking, okay, I think I'm doing too much. I need to stop. No, you're like run through the tape. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep it going as far as this goes. And when there's a new path that presents yourself, a new journey, then you get to reevaluate and move along that direction. But right now, as long as this goes, you go to a thousand and have more to do. That's the mentality. And that's when you're doing what you love to do. You're not worrying about Oh, was you, you live in the end of the results that you desire, but don't think that the journey is not going to bring you more than what you look for at the time. Sometimes we have, we just do things because we feel passionate about it. We feel like, okay, this is something I want to do. I want to change lives. I want to do this. I want to do that. And then when you're actually doing it, it's like, wow, I didn't know this was all of this was this. Like I just had an idea and I went forward with it. And then now it's just producing these results. That's for anything in life. So Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So our third response is from Rebecca from Cairo. She said, Going deep within is a fear, but I know it's a necessary for me to have a vision of where I want to, to move forward. How do you overcome this fear? I think a lot of people that like you know there are a lot of people who are scared like just uh, sitting I'm, with themselves in silence. I'm gonna I'm 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 tell you a story. I had to be all of ten, eleven years old. I I do not like being in pitch black, pitch black darkness anywhere. In this um in this science center that they have in New Jersey that where I used to live. They had this thing called the Touch Tunnel. All my listeners from New Jersey, you know about the Liberty Science Center. They used to have this thing called the Touch Tunnel. The Touch Tunnel is a pitch black tunnel, and you have to feel your way out the tunnel. Going is pitch black. Now, me as a kid, anxiety on a thousand. But because I had this fearless will within me, I, I did not allow myself. There's some kids that panic and they have to get help to get out. I said, I refuse that. I refuse it. My will to complete this journey was bigger than the fear that I had to help me back. And that's the thing I want to sh- express to you, to, uh, to the listener that asked that question. Yes, being courageous is not to be fearless. It's to have feelings to pr- go forward. Fear, fear is natural, natural human trait that we have. It's sometimes that's what attaches us. That's what causes us to stop doing what we want to do. But if your purpose and your reasoning, you have to have a stronger will to do it than the than a strong than the fear that you have to not do it. I tell you that story because that was a lesson I learned at the age of ten. That the reason why I got to the end of that tunnel and I didn't panic, didn't catch no fit. I was, I'm an asthmatic. So my asthma could have flared up too. Reason why none of that happened 
was because my will to finish the mission, finish the objective was bigger than the fear I had. That's why, and I want to share that story to to help with that. No, that, that, yeah, that absolutely, that, that, you know, if one outweighs the other, the one that's outweighing the other will win. So if your fear is outweighing, if fear is outweighing that your goal or that what you want to do, your fear, your fear will win. But like putting more weight to the other side and allowing yourself to whatever it is you want to reach or do, you need to, you need to make that like, you know, you know, those scale, those balancing scales, you got to add more weight to what it is you want. And so it outweighs the fear. Absolutely. And what's the name of the listener that asked the question? Rebecca from Cairo. Rebecca from Cairo. I'm talking to you. You want to do the inner work, right? Because when you start to go within, you're not only doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your peace. And the people that's around you is going to benefit from the work you do within you. Because I know, I don't know your age. I don't know your situation. I don't know if you have children. I don't know if you're around children or whatever. But when you don't do the work inside, then it makes the people around you walk on pins and needles because you're holding on to certain things that you can't allow to let go. And sometimes that creates an environment where people don't know how to love us the way we need to be loved. The truth is, is that we all want love. We all want love from someone, whether it's our mother, our father, our kids, our significant other. We all want love. And sometimes we are in situations where our environment takes us away from ourselves so we don't know how to get the love that we need to get. The reason why you want to do the work within yourself is because you want to be able to look beyond the situation. The day if you have kids or the day you have kids, you can help them get to, to that point. You never know who you can inspire. You never know who life you can change while doing the work on yourself. And I'm speaking from personal experience. I had to do the work. This is something I did within me. Right, and right now I have a book out. Um, I have my own coaching business. I'm doing very well for myself. And it started with me doing the work within. Because if I didn't do that work, no book, no coaching. You won't hear me on this podcast. You won't be able to know who I am. You will not be able to hear this. So you never know what's going to happen. So yes, it's a scary thing to look within. It's scary. I'm not here to tell you anything. But no, was the biggest fear is allowing myself to be defeated by something I'm stronger than. I fear that more than I fear fear, fear. I fear being held back by fear more than I fear fear. That's why I was able to get through that touch tunnel because I refuse to be that person that's helpless in a tunnel and neither someone to save me when all I have the, ins- the, the, the mind and the capability to feel my way out just like anybody else doing it. And I'm not going to be anyone any more different than anybody else. So that's just my word of advice to you. I hope that does something for you. Yeah, no, that was great. And the other thing too, like I know for myself that, um, you know, the fear of not, you know, the fear of doing nothing or the fear of is 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 a stronger fear for me than going yeah. into the unknown. Yeah, the fear of being to me the fear of the fear of regret is strong. I I don't want to be at 
my at whatever point when it's time for me to leave this earth, anytime it's time for me to transition out of this life, I don't want to look back at my life and be like, damn, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I mm. do that? Why didn't I do this? The truth is you're going to transition out of this life no matter what. So you'd rather be transitioned out in the pursuit of doing the things that you love than to transition out not doing the things that your heart desired to do. Because you only got one life in this existence. We come from multiple lifetimes, don't get me wrong. But for who you are and what you are right now, this is your one shot. Get it now. Don't wait to another opportunity. Don't don't spin the block if you get it right the first time. Do what it takes to do it right now. So you don't have to put yourself in a position where, oh, snap, I might have to come back to redo what I had the first <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, that was a... Uh... Uh, yeah, you just do it. You just do, it. Just that, do that's, it. I always have that as like my my. You know, when someone's like, "Oh, what's like your biggest advice?" or "What what do you think?" or "Or what's your, your motto?" or whatever it is. Um, you know, it, when I when you're stuck on something, you just do it. You just whatever you need to do to start. You start. Just start and just keep. Just do something. Don't think about it. Just start. Take action. Yeah, just do it. It's simple. And do and do the first thing that feels good. Trust your feel-good emotions. There's no such thing as too good to be true. Because if it's not true, it was never good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If it feels good, do it. If it don't work out, guess what? You learn from the information and you try again. And you do do something else. Yeah. Exactly. it's It's always learning lessons. But I can guarantee you this. As a person who played basketball, I played basketball. If I never shot a basketball in my life, I never know how I would never know how much I can make. Yeah. Yeah. When you shoot the ball, if I shoot 10 times and I make it five, then I know I can at least make five out of 10. Now the goal is to increase and get to a point where I can make 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah. And even if I get close to eight or nine, that's 80, 90%. That's you never know how good you can become at something if you never try to do it in the first place. Mm-hmm. If you have a desire to do it, you have a want and a belief to do it, trust me, you can do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it, exactly. There's this quote that I really like. It's from this um, Spanish poet. His name's Antonio Machado. This is what he says. I'll read it first in Spanish, and then I'll translate it in English. It says, Caminante, no hay camino, se hace camino Alandar, which means traveler, there is no path. The path must be forged as you walk. Mm. And that's the perfect ending to this that's, that's to this cafe. One. That is a good one. Thank you so that's much, Javon, one. for coming on the cafe discussion and, and your thoughts and perspectives. And it's always great how the listeners send in questions and, you know, they add to the conversation and add their experience and perspectives and raise different questions and allow us all to have a clearer picture of, of whatever the topic may be and, and uh, how we can um, – you know, understand and 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 uh, and uh, have a broader picture in our minds. And uh, so, thank you so much for um, coming on the cafe discussion and joining me. All right, thank you for having me once again. This is about my third cafe I've done, so <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm I'm being I like the opportunity to come back again and talk about these different stuff. Trust me, when I do these cafes, 
I listen to the episode, I gain a perspective that I value. And I'm just grateful for the information Dr. Kimberly put out there. And now we're able to talk on it. And now your listeners are able to gather a clarity or understanding that it's impossible to get just on first listening. Because trust me, I did an episode. It's hard for you to gas everything I'm saying unless you are getting it. And plus, we got listeners all over the world. We speak with different accesses. I'm from America. You've got some people. I've heard some people you have from different countries. So even though we all speak in English, the English sounds different in different countries. So just to hear a different perspective from a different accent can give better clarity. And I think this works very well. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, and share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram. You can tag me at Get to Know You with Tiffany Farrick. Be sure to listen to Tuesday's podcast and send in your responses for us to include next Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe to further deepen dialogue on this topic. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss, be sure to tag me in a post with your question. Join us every Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe.